Hello and welcome to a local episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, a local legend, Jack Smothers of Fresco Harmony, the one, the only. Jack and I dive into his experience in the trade, working as a poker dealer at the casino and maybe almost getting into a fight. Drink a lot, and uh, when they start losing, they get uh, pretty ugly. Sure. And as dealers, we they have a rule that we cannot. We just have to smile and take it, whatever they say. They can say whatever they want to us, and we have to smile, smile and take, take it. it. Okay. And I'm not good at that. Okay. So there was one time a guy said something nasty to me. And I asked him if he wanted to go outside after my shift. Meet yeah, us. yeah. So he went up and told the manager. Wait, before Jack continues on with the story, Jack boxes, too, on the side. Back so. in the day, when I was younger. <laughs> so, so you're like, you're politely asked the guy if he'd like to discuss this out, right. out back yeah. or something. Yeah, so instead of saying, yeah, sure, he went up to the manager and said I was starting to meet Threatened uh, to beat him up. What a, what a so I got reprimanded and warned. Yeah. And then uh, probably a month, probably a month later, it happened again with what somebody was he else. Say, what was he saying to you that made you want to like take him out back and kick his ass? Uh, he just called me a, you know, a pussy for uh, being a lousy dealer, giving him uh, bad oh, sure. cards. You know, you know, because the dealer has everything. You had control. I have the control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of and cards? If I did have control, he would have never won a hand ever. I've worked on and off with Jack for the last nine years. He's a great guy and a good friend. And I'm excited for you to hear this episode of the Drywall Podcast. The Drywall Podcast in the month of July is brought to us by GWI, supplying the UK with drywall finishing products since 2021. They are delivering quality brands nationwide. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at www.gwiltd.com for all your finishing needs. Guests of the Drywall Podcast will receive a sweet swag bucket from CSR in Toronto full of all kinds of awesome drywall goodies. But for now, the very knowledgeable and amazing Jack Smothers on this, the 58th episode of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. Okay. We've got Jack's mothers live, live and in person here from beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're outside. Temperatures like a hundred. It's over a hundred. We just did an ice bath, so we're feeling good. Got ice bath right there. Um, this is at my house in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, Jack has agreed to do a podcast here, quasi. I talked him into it. Um, yeah, 
58. Episode 58. And Jack, just for reference, was... Uh, you listened to some of the first podcasts. You were kind of like my... Sort of my, like my go-to critic when I was first doing the podcast. I was like, hey, man, can you like listen to some of these podcasts and tell me if they're any good? And uh, you listen to a couple, and you're like, yeah, they're pretty good, man. You know, you listen to them all, and that kind of helped me uh, continue and keep going. But uh, Jack's on a lot of the Fresco Harmony videos that I do when we're going live and talking about Fresco Harmony and doing stuff. So um, for a while, I've wanted to interview Jack. And so here we are in beautiful Albuquerque. Um, welcome to the show. Oh, it's been fun. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs> um, Jack Smothers. We've known each other for how long now? Ten Since years? Fourteen. Fourteen. So, nine years? And how did, how did you know that so quickly off the bat like that? Uh, because that was when I worked at the casino. At the same time, I was wanting to quit the casino. Right. I uh, seen your ad in the. <laughs> in the yeah. Craigslist, I Cra think. I must have been Craigslist. It's like the yeah. only thing I've ever posted on yeah. Craigslist. Yeah. And I, Jack pulled up, you pulled up, and you had a van exactly like mine Chevy Astro Cargo right. Van. And I was like, dude, this guy's hired, man. Two Astro Cargo Vans. Destiny. Yeah, it was Destiny, and I think I started you at twelve bucks an hour, of the meager, meager, small amount. I was really desperate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, so prior to that, though, you were working at a casino, but you had done drywall. Um, let's go through the timeline. I mean, are you first generation drywaller? How did you get into it? Uh, no, my dad, he was a drywall uh, painter. I did not know that. See, there's all this stuff that we're going to discover about Jack. Yeah. So he was a drywall painter. Um, and did you work with him at all? Uh, yeah, he, t he taught me uh, the basics of it. Okay. Um, right out of high school. Okay. So right out of high school. Rather than, get, rather than go to work at McDonald's, I yeah. went and helped him. And he was running his own business at He the was... Time. He was, he was working for a company and kind of doing stuff on his own at the same time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. he's kind of doing side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. So he would take me out and I'd, uh, where you start fire taping like yeah. everybody. Yeah. Spotting screws. And uh, I didn't mind it. I kept on with it. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I, I don't think I liked it. You didn't, Actually, you didn't, I didn't like, like it. I didn't like it. Hard. It was hard work. But you kept with it. But uh, I didn't want to work in a fast food or fast food. Yeah. And the so money was okay, right? Money, money was all right. The old man paid you all right. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Okay. Can't expect too much learning. It wasn't really a, much of a benefit to him in the beginning. Yeah. Did you like working with your dad? Yeah, we got along really good. Okay. Yeah, he was really easy going. Yeah, I liked him a lot. And were your mom and your dad together at mm -hmm. that point? Yep. They were? Mm -hmm. They were together until the end? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right, and you have a sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you also, you were married at a certain point in time. How, you know, just to establish the timeline, how old were you when you got married after working for your dad? And she worked in the casino also, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, got married in 2004. Okay. Yeah. 2004. And you started working with your dad. Oh, I... 91 or 2 or 3, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, way back. Uh, you're... In high are, school. How old are you? 40-something. You're 40 so Are we the same age? I think I've got a couple on you. you got a couple on me. Yeah. Interesting. Shoot, there's not too many people I'm older than now. And then, uh, what else? Um... So you were, you got married in 04, so you've been working for a little bit at that time. How long did you work with your dad for? Well, probably five years, I'd say. Okay. And? Well, see, no, two years, I think, because in 95, he moved to Arizona. Okay. And I stayed here because I had a girlfriend. Okay. Terrible, terrible mistake. Terrible mistake. Uh, that wasn't your wife. No. No. And then um, I continued working on my... I actually went to work with the drywall company that my dad was working with. At when what was the name of those guys? That was um, Century. Century. And Century Drywall. still around, correct? No? No, uh, they, they closed their doors in... Um, Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. All right. And did you ever learn the automatic tools, or were you always a hand tool guy? Uh, the almost ninety nine percent of the guys were hand finishers. Um, First century. Yes. Okay. Banjos. We worked by the hour. And nobody would get out tools if they're working by the hour. Okay. <laughs> Too fast. Like, you got to milk the job. Yeah, you got to milk it out there a little bit if you're working hourly. Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, I learned, I, I know how to, a little bit the boxes and everything, boxes. everything but the, but the bazooka. I didn't, yeah. I didn't. Uh, Never learned. The didn't bazooka. get proficient at that. Okay. No. And why would you use the boxes? Uh, when we did uh, piecework jobs. I had uh, I got partnered up with a guy who had the tools, and sent us out to a house and uh, you know, got to get it done as fast as possible. Yeah. So, what did you think of the tools when you first used them? Uh, they were kind of clunky, but uh, yeah. Once I got a feel for them, can't compete with the tools. Yeah, it took a little <laughs> bit of time though, or fast. Did you, did you uh, no, I picked it up pretty fast. Okay. You had a little background in mudding and stuff like that. I knew how the joint is supposed to look. What about te- uh, what about texture? So were you doing texture? Uh, no, because when we was working for the company, there was a uh, texture guy dedicated. Okay. All he did was texture. So you get the job ready for him, call him up, and uh, he comes out and textures. Flies bugging you. Sorry Fly. about that. I wish we could. I, w- I wish. Uh, Something we could do. I need to just fly swatter out here, but we're dealing with the elements here. It's uh, although I feel good now, 
Like it's hot here. Start, hot, hot. Starting to warm up. But that ice bath, like, uh, so the ice bath right now is down about 40, 47 degrees. Um, still very cold to go in the ice bath at 47 degrees. It's chilly. It feels amazing in the heat, the juxtaposition between the cold, cold ice bath and the extreme heat that we're getting right now in Albuquerque and everywhere all over the country. I mean, you summer. Know, yeah, it's summer, <laughs> so it's hot. Um, so we got flies, we got heat. Jack and I are just chilling out here. We got we got a little week off. Maybe something next week for uh, Mock. Back over at Mock's house to do uh, do some Patterson snow over there. Jack's done. I don't want to jump ahead, but a thousand square feet. <laughs> You've done a bunch now. Fresco Harmony. Yeah, we're well, like five or six jobs. Five or six hundred jobs. <laughs> uh, we've done, uh, gosh, I wonder how many we've done this year. You were on the one for a long time. Whole house. Jack just like did a whole house. Like 12 weeks. Yeah, we're, uh, R- Ricardo and I were trying to think about how long you took on that house. And we were like, probably all together three months. An entire 5,000 square foot house, walls and ceilings. Patterson snow sanded, and uh, we did a regular base coat and then sanded, a bunch of live videos on that one. But we did ice baths at that house, so that was the tail end of fall. That was spring. Yeah, it was snowing. It was snowing. And ice, remember that? You had to break the ice to they get had, into it? They had a, what they call a cocktail pool, so a small pool that, uh, and, I, and uh, I think I encouraged Jack to go into the pool. I was like, I'm going to come up here. I'm going to go ice bath in that in that pool. And you did it, though. I didn't you, think I was going to do it. But you did it. Yeah. And then you were, so, you were, you were, I was like, you were hooked after that. You were like, this yeah. is okay. Feels really good. <laughs> yep. Once you get out, it feels really good. Yeah, it feels especially good good in the heat, but the we ice. We did it in the winter. Yeah, you had to break the ice to get into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like when you're. That's when hardcore. You, when you do it in the winter, it's like yeah, it's hard. It's harder for sure. More discipline. So going back to the timeline, you worked with your dad for a little bit. You got married. You're working for Century Drywall. How was it paying for like Century? And you know what happened? How come you weren't with Century? How come you went back to the casino? And what were you doing at the casino? Uh, at the casino, I was a poker dealer. Okay. Like Hold'em? Yeah. Okay. Texas Hold'em. All right. Are you good at Hold'em if you, like, play other people? I've got a poker game I should invite you to. If, if you I've only a played a couple of times. I don't know what I'm doing, really. So you'd probably take advantage of me. But I'd be, I don't mind losing if you want to invite me. Sure, sure. Uh, Justin would have a field day with you. I just one guy that hosts for fun. The one guy that hosts the game, he always wins. Like he's he's pretty good. I'll take third or fourth. I've taken first once. You playing tournament? It's like tournament style. Yeah, there's generally six or seven dudes, and you know, winner take all. I think second gets like fifty percent. Get a little bit for runner up. You get a little bit for runner up. So, um, what? How come the casino? How'd you hook up with that job? Uh, well, my wife at the time she worked at uh, another casino, not the one that I was working at. And we hosted poker games every week, 
once or twice a week actually. And uh, at your house. At my house. Okay. And. Uh, and you make a little bit of money po uh, hosting poker games. Uh well, no, not really. I went. No. Uh, just for fun. It was just friends and family. Uh, the winners tip the dealer. Okay. Like if you have a dedicated dealer. Uh, then but it wasn't know. tournament style. Yes, it was, it, tournament, it was style. tournament style. So people would come, mm -hmm. they pay 20 bucks. Uh, we did, we started off at 20, and there at the end, we were uh, buy in was $40. The buy in was 40. And we had three tables, so we averaged between 20 and 30 players. On oh, a, wow, on that's a, a lot. Mm -hmm. Man, so you had to have a bunch of tables set up. Had three, S three tables. Mm -hmm. Seven people per table? Uh, no, we were cramming in. When we had a bunch of people, we could fit ten. I, I custom built the tables myself. Oh, wow. So they were bigger than uh, the average table. Crazy. So you could fit ta ten people. Crazy. And you'd have like three tables of ten people. like, <laughs> Or two, two tables of ten, one table of eight or seven. You know, and then sometimes uh, we'd only have... Well, we'd always have at least two tables. At least two tables. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, fun. that does sound that does sound pretty fun. A lot of drinking. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, everyone was pretty cool. Got a few rowdies. Yeah. Kind of put a damper on. People lost some money. Got upset ever. Uh. No, not we didn't really have any sore losers. We had, there were experienced players. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of dealers from the casinos would come and play. So. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So your wife worked at the casino. She hooked you up with a job. So there was a period in time there where you moved away from drywall and you went and worked at the casino. Why did you do that? I was sick of drywall. You got sick. Sick of, of construction. Yeah. You still kind of don't like it very much. Jack, Jack does nothing but fresco harmony. The gravy, the gravy grabbing, the wonderful fresco harmony, and he could just take it or leave it. Like it's, 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 it's still work. It's Don't work. kid yourself. It's, it's work. work. Yeah, oh yeah. And especially when when you get the kind of volume and footage that I throw. Twelve weeks. I throw at you. Drum. Yeah, yeah. Good. The good stuff. But the good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I had to take a break from. Yeah. That. So I did the casino for two years. Okay. And then... Uh, and, and that's when you started to look for a drywall job again, or what happened? Well, I got asked to leave. I was going to... You were skimming from the, you were skimming from the table. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you got cameras. They were watching every move. Oh, I'm every sure. Move. You can't get away with nothing. No. But um, a lot of the players drink a lot, and uh, when they start losing, they get... Uh, pretty ugly sure and as dealers we they have a rule that we cannot we just have to smile and take it whatever they say they can say whatever they want to us and we have to smile, smile and take, take it. it okay and I'm not good at that okay so there was one time a guy said something nasty to me and I asked him if he wanted to go outside after my shift meet yeah yeah so he went up and told the manager. Wait, before Jack continues on with the story, Jack boxes too on the side. Back so. in the day, when I was younger. <laughs> so, so you're like, 
you're politely asked the guy if he'd like to discuss this out, right. out back yeah. or something. Yeah, so instead of saying, yeah, sure, he went up to the manager and said I was threatening to beat, threatening uh, to beat, beat him up. What a, what a so I got reprimanded and warned. Yeah. And then uh, probably a month Probably a month later, it happened again with what somebody was he else. Say, what was he saying to you that made you want to like take him out back and kick his ass? Uh, he just called me a, a, a pussy for uh, being a lousy dealer, giving him uh, bad oh, sure. cards, you know. Because you know, the dealer has everything. You had control. I have the control. Yeah. <laughs> what kind and of cards? If I did have control, he would have never won a hand ever. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely pick and choose who wins and loses. Sure, sure. You know? So nothing's worse is having to lose you you deal to a guy that you don't like and he doesn't yeah. like you then he doesn't tip you right you know all of our money was off of tips so uh, uh, as dealers we all we had players that we rooted for you really wanted to yeah sure. like, please please win this hand please win this hand yeah 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 didn't always work that way though right so but yeah a month later it happened again and Asked to leave. So what'd you do? You you just you just it, it happened again. Somebody pissed you off again, and you asked them to go out back again, or you said something and they went and told on you. They went and tattled on you. Um. He it, yeah, basically the same thing. Same thing. You know, I was like. And you didn't if care. I I told him you were like you were like, like keep my job don't keep my job no, I, don't what, care. I think if I what I said is like you know one of these days I'm gonna run into you out in public yeah and I'm not gonna be uh, confined by these rules you're not gonna have this table know? to protect you buddy and uh, I guess he ran off and yeah told some people or sure. some other people told and sure. that dealer's got an attitude. Yeah, yeah. But it, I don't like to be talked about. No one, yeah. should, no one should be able to no. have to no. put up with that. But it was, it was a horrible. It started off pretty good. The money was good. Okay. Uh, and sometimes when you got a bunch of players at the table, having laughing, yeah, we're all having a good time. Man, it's 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 great. Okay. So it's love hate, but after that experience, you were asked to leave, and you're like, "Ah, eh, screw it! I'm gonna go back I mean, to drywall." Yeah, I didn't really have much options because that's all I've ever done before. Okay, and that's when you found the. And I was like, I was like, should I? What should I do? Should I look for a company or whatever? I, I was looking in there, and I seen your ad. Uh, can't remember what I said, but I remember something about colored, colored, colored stuff. Yeah, sure. And that was interesting. Because I had done some uh, Venetian and some other plaster work, so I liked doing that more than drywall. So okay. What like, type of Venetian? Uh, what type of Venetian did you do? Uh, what do you mean? What type? Well, there's a lot of different types of plaster. Well, work. I didn't what do were you doing? the synthetic. The synthetic. That they sell so. Here. so a while back, when I first came to Albuquerque, which was around 2004, I started to do Fresco Harmony, and there was a company that was just starting up at the time called Variance. Variance did acrylic finish systems, and also I think American Clay was also starting, 
here in Albuquerque, unbeknownst to me, uh, those two companies uh, stem from Albuquerque. American Clay is all over the globe. Yeah, they really grew. They grew quick. Uh, Variants, I think, grew a little bit, but I don't think it was as favorable as American Clay, maybe, or they didn't have as good a marketing. I don't know, but you happen to do both of those finishes, Right. right? So who were you did who who did you do the Venetian pasta for? Uh, that was our company sent when I was working for the Century Drywall. They sent me to do some training at Variance. Okay. To learn their plasters, they were thinking about why you? Why did they choose you? Because I was the best. Okay. <laughs> And I spoke English. <laughs> and you spoke, you can understand the trainer. <laughs> uh, heavy uh, Hispanic uh, labor force here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, just for just for clarification there. Yeah. Um, so you spoke English, uh, and, and their variance trainer guy, I think, was Rob's, like, nephew, right? Um, what was his name? I forget his name. So they had a couple of trainers. Rob yeah. Knight. Rob Knight was the owner of Variance. Rob the was there. He owned L and P. I remember him. And uh, um, how was the training? How was the training for that product? You I loved liked it. it. I loved it. You loved it. What'd I loved you, it. What'd you like about it? I loved it. Uh, and Jack still does. You still do derivatives of Variance to this day, or Variance, right? Mm-hmm. So you can go over to L and P. Yeah, I get, go over there. Get product. Just finished up doing uh, yeah, the job with that. With with the synthetic stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's pretty rare. Not a lot of people are doing the, the those types of finishes. No, you you really this isn't the area for those types of finishes. Uh, they um, usually go to higher income homes. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a more depressed market. Yeah, here. this is a... Uh, Occasional. It's not real popular. Yeah. And then American Clay, where did you learn the your chops with American Clay? Uh, and just for clarification, see. too, a, a variance acrylic finish systems, acrylic base, plaster-looking finish, very shiny, very pretty. Um, American Clay is like earthen. Because explain the difference between a variance and American clay. Well, a variance is just, it's not, uh, they have like eight, eight different systems. Okay. They got, you even have some exterior. Right, right. I've never messed with any of the exterior. I just stayed in on the inside. But they have Alto, they have Clado, um, Omnicoat, uh, Tierra. Brio, which is uh, their version of Venetian plaster, the real high gloss shiny, which was probably my favorite. Um, and then uh, American Clay, uh, I don't, I'm not so sure if they got more than one type of product. I only used one. Uh, we did a what was the name of that hotel? Chaco? Chaco. Chaco Hotel. Yeah. yeah. We did a lot of it there. And the same, the basic same te- technique, just a different material, two coat system. And did you like applying the I did. American I plant? did like it. I yeah. liked it actually more than the variants. Uh, okay. 
because uh, you got two, you put a base coat on and then you have another material you put over the top of it. It's a thin. Okay. The first coat is thick, it's pretty heavy. You know, you don't try and get it like super smooth. Second coat is thin, it's pretty smooth, and then as it's just as it's drying, you just take a water bottle and uh, water it down and tr tr work, work it with the trowel. And that's it. And no sealer, no. No, 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 no. None of them, the only one you, like sometimes with the Venetian plaster, you could put a sealer on it. Like if you're going to do it in a bathroom or a kitchen where you might get uh, water, okay. you know, adds a little bit of extra protection. But uh, none of those, none of those fish finishes require a sealer. And that was for Century as well, when you learned the American play. No, 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 no. Well, actually, no. That was for another company. That was for another company. Yeah. Which company? Uh, that was called... Was it Pelletier? Pelletier, thank you. Okay. I was drawing a blank there. <laughs> I was trying to forget him. <laughs> trying to forget him. <laughs> um... And you didn't have a good experience with the drywall companies here in New Mexico. You were kind of like the gringo, out floating in the floating in the river all by yourself. The only sorta. one. No, no buddies, no buddies to speak of. Just uh, remember, old John Clem. He was the only other white guy. And John. He and worked, John. He worked John. Century. John worked for Fresco Harmony for about a year. This guy and I were like oil and water. He was like the worst employee. And it, it wasn't that he was bad, he just was like super disgruntled, could care less about what I was up to, um, you know, never worked, it wasn't going to work. That was and a horrible mistake. It, well, you know, it was all right for what it was, but he just, man, we did not get along. He was just such a jerk. Um, and I, I have no clue why I kept him on for so long, but, you know, uh, it just, it, it is what it is. Um, but uh, so John worked for Century. He was the only other white guy. So th so that sort of rubbed you the wrong way. You you being sort of the only the, the only sort of gringo. You get you tired. I, I just got tired of the communication. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sure. I felt I didn't. I shouldn't have to learn another language. Right. Heavy heavy Hispanic influence here in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, obviously. Um, but so you learn the, a couple of these different finishes. So you have a little bit of a background when you finally came across the Fresco Harmony advertisement on uh, on Craigslist. And so... Um, right. That's probably... You, if I didn't, I probably wouldn't have responded. Right. Yeah. And then I remember, like, I had such a hard time letting Jack... <laughs> I think I remember... First couple of jobs, I really had a hard time letting you go. Like... You know, on your own, sure. and then I was very micromanaging sure. about. I had, and for reference to, I had never. Um, Did you make a delay on that. It's weird, huh? I had never. You were the first person that I had hired that did fresco that I let do it. Um, Sure. I, I, I had a hard time yeah, letting go. Yeah, you had your go. way, and it's hard to... I had to my go. way, and it was hard to let go of that way. Right. And uh, tell me about your experience when you first started out with Fresco Harmony. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a bit ago. 
I think the first wall you, first wall you showed me was uh, uh, swirl wall. Yeah. Which um, I, I, I like. That's my my favorite. And I was like, that is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. Cool. <laughs> and Jack's pretty good with the swirl. Um, of the of the of the people that have swirled that I've seen, you've got. A Don't do it. Technique. I'd be a lot better if I do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have some swirl coming Need up. Need I got another swirl job for you, bud. Got get <laughs> Feinberg Sapphire with gold swirl. That's I hard to beat that. That's a good looking one. Mel's uh, son, Bathroom. actually. Now nah, it's like a uh, accent walls. Small minimum bid, minimum bid job. But uh, cool. And so you came and you worked for me, and we worked together for quite a while. Nine years. Nine years. Still working together. Quiet. Quiet cat. Cat on the set. Cat on the set. He's loud. He's loud and obnoxious. Um, so fast forward to today, I guess. You've been working with Fresco Harmony for quite a while. Tell me your experience of Fresco Harmony, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. You're familiar with these different plaster techniques. You've done a crap load of Fresco Harmony. Tell me why you think it's a good product or why you think it's not that good a product. Go. It's Speak horrible. Freely. Speak freely. Stay away. No. Stay away. Save yourself. <laughs> uh, I like it because uh, you go right over existing texture. Right. With the other systems, you do have to smooth out your walls and prime it. And those systems have like specific primers, right, that you have to use? Eh. They sell, really. they sell their own they primer, own. but I go to Home Depot and buy a cheap primer. Okay. Tinted. You tint it's it. It's fine. Yeah. You tint it. Okay. Yeah. What's the purpose of tinting it? Just to get close to the color you're using? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It looks more professional. Sure. <laughs> sure. Put it in a different container. Yeah. Dump it into yeah. a, uh, an old variant. This is some container. real special stuff yeah. I got right here. I paid 150 yeah. bucks for this. Yeah. So, and then uh, cost, I would assume, so there's like, you know, there's an expense factor there as well. Well, Fresco is a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper on the whole. Yeah. Cheaper, easier to use. So. Go right over your existing stuff. Yes. Go right over the existing. The other textures are more smooth. They're more smooth. Um, and shiny. You like the shiny. I like the shiny. Like, like I just did a... Uh, probably 2,000 feet of the shiny and um, I, I, I did a bedroom which I had to spend five days getting it smooth first okay <laughs> like you get a fresco you know, it was a it, it was a hard bedroom bone okay. nose everywhere nichos right. around the doors windows it was a hard job. So if you're getting a job ready for plaster, how do you smooth it out? Do you do like the same base coat as Fresco Harmony, or do you pull it smoother? No, basically the same. Same base coat. Two coats. Okay. Yeah, and then um, give it a light sanding afterwards. Okay. And then I quickly roll primer over it. And, and the primer it, helps your acrylic. If you don't stick. use the primer, yeah, it, it just won't stick. It won't stick. With your primer, it just slides right on there, and yeah, yeah, you get rid of that chalkiness. Okay. You know, yeah. With, with sand. Yeah, yeah with the sand. Because you gotta sand a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
It's interesting. It won't the, stick. The the fresco harmony sealer will stick to the chalky sand. That's an acrylic product. Um, you know what I well, mean? Well, yeah. I mean, they have a Venetian top coat, which is same thing as yours. Yeah. You know, like a uh, modern mask. Not the modern it, mask. It's. I don't even know if they make that still. Like the armor tone. Or, but, uh, the I don't know what they call it. Variance has a top coat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically the same thing. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Different a clear different container. Yeah, a clear top coat. Mm -hmm. Um clear acrylic, basically. Um but it's interesting. That stuff sticks to the drywall, chalky drywall, but the but the colored like acrylic system doesn't. Yeah, you'll you, you go over it fine, and then every once in a while it'll just start to kind of peel, you know, on the dusty areas. Yeah. I mean, you could wipe it down, room yeah. it, you know, yeah. Yeah. probably be okay, but I like to prime it. They recommend priming. Yeah. And it gives it a little stronger. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The surface. Um, and then the boxing. How did you get, well, change directions a little bit. How did you That's do? That's a 180. A little bit. <laughs> we we brought up the boxing before. How did you get into boxing? And you box still to this day. I wish. But you 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 train, right? Um. I started off when I was a wee little guy in uh, judo. Oh, okay. And then uh, I didn't realize you've been doing it for that long. As, yeah, a little tiny. Yeah. And then. Uh, We moved here, and there was. Uh, but I thought you were from here. Where are you from originally? Idaho. Idaho. Oh, okay, that's right. You've taken some. I trips came down here in like my senior year. Oh, okay. Yeah, ninety-one, I believe. Yeah. Well, you do got me by a couple of years, buddy. Now, now you're aging yourself. <laughs> but I was a genius, and I graduated when I was fourteen. Sure. So that helped. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were doing what was I saying? you. We were talking about jujitsu. You oh, started out doing jujitsu, and then I loved to watch boxing on TV. And so uh, I got it. There was a little school, a little boxing gym, and uh, I got into that a little bit. I hated training. Yeah, I just wanted to punch people. Yeah. So. Um, mm, I would say is more recreational than hardcore training. Yeah. They would never let me uh, fight or anything because they said I, I haven't put in the time to train. Oh, all right. So uh, I did a few, a couple of tough man con, con, contests. Excuse me. Okay. And uh, I started off in kickboxing. Did I say that kickboxing school here? No. That's how I started off. Okay. Kickboxing. You're doing you, at a young age. You're doing jujitsu, and then when you moved down here, you started kickboxing. And then I was like, yeah. Was it like Jackson's or something? I mean, it was. Dude, uh, if you don't know too, Albuquerque's kind of a mecca for uh, uh, MMA. Is, yeah, this was way before MMA. That took off. or got yeah. cool. This was yeah. This was ninety one. But there's probably still some good clubs here in Albuquerque. I mean, if it. You know, if if MMA took off the way it did in Albuquerque, you know. Oh, there's really this is. I'll say one thing for Albuquerque, as uh, 
Very good training. Good training. Fighting. Good fighting training. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Top notch. Compete with uh, any school in the world, really. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I will always loved martial arts. Uh, so did some kickboxing, did some boxing, and then I went to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school, and I really enjoyed that a lot. Did a few tournaments in uh, Vegas, a um, couple local, and uh, just on and off a little bit. Okay. So it's it was fun. Yeah. I don't do it near as much as I used to. You do it a little bit now. So. Uh, I lost contact with all my buddies that we had a group. Yeah. Right. I did eliminate them from my lives. Yeah. How come? What happened? They were bad people. What was wrong with them? Bad influence. Bad influences. Yeah. Right. And then you, uh, so what does the future hold for Jack? You've got this, all this background, and then we were talking before the interview, you've been dabbling a little bit with uh, trading, like doing uh, investment trading or uh, uh, the stocks, yeah, getting, stock market. I'm getting way too old. I can't keep this up, so. Yeah. Hopefully this is the last year. Well, you've dabbled a little bit with uh, uh, mobile home, sort of real estate speculation, yeah, like yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. What's the Buying story Buying and there? selling mobile homes. Yeah. It's a tough business. That's a tough one. Tough. Low, low margin. You got a lot, lot of work for low margin. A lot, lot yeah. of work, yeah. So, won't do that no more. Yeah. But the... Um, right now, it's... Why uh, the stock market, though? How, what, made, what attracted you to the stock market? Uh, not not going anywhere. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. You just get up, have your coffee or whatever. Yeah. Sit down, look at the market, see how it's doing. It's two hours, max. Yeah. And then the rest of the day is That's yours it. to do whatever. Then you're done. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, if all all things go well. You make a little bit of money, and uh, yeah, the rest of the day is yours. What's the best day for Jack on the stock market? What do we got? Well, I'm looking at. I'm still doing some construction work, so uh, yeah. I have not attained my goals yet. Okay. <laughs> right now. What's your goals? Make a lot of money. Make a lot of money. Where I don't have to. Okay. Do work. Here's a hypothetical. Let's How say much is you a had lot of money? No, let's say you had a million dollars. One million dollars. Yes. What would you do? I would put it into my trading account. Okay. Yeah, but then you would have enough money, you could do whatever you want. With a million dollars? Sure. I'd probably be broke in 10 years. You wouldn't even need to trade. You had a million dollars, right? No, you'd spend it. You'd piss it all away. Buy some real estate. You'd buy a house, (laughs) a couple of dumbass cars, and and then like everybody else that you see, celebrities and athletes it's making all these million dollars then later on they're down and out then they're down on their luck they're blowing it a little bit okay so we got a million dollars we'd be moving to Idaho okay Idaho Coeur d'Alene Idaho okay you get to Idaho then what you gotta have a boat right uh, get a little boat yeah. a boat on our house on the lake house on the lake and spend all my time fishing boating fishing, boating and uh, skiing in the winter. Skiing in the winter. You like skiing? 
I used to. It's pretty good. I, I kind of got out of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, one thing I do ask all of the guests that come on the podcast. Do you know what it is? Yeah. What is it? What is it, Jack? What do I ask? A pearl of wisdom to everybody. A pearl of wisdom to our wonderful drywall community. What would it be? And I should be prepared because I knew this question, but I'm not. You've thought about it, though. You've listened to some podcasts. How many podcasts have you listened to now? Probably nine or ten. (laughs) You've listened to more than that. Nine or ten? Well, I skipped ahead. I jumped ahead, and you talked to a kid out of Canada. Yeah. He was a young guy. That was the last couple, one. Couple of Canadians. Oh, yeah. And then the one before that, the guy uh, designed some light sanders. Oh, yeah. Spy sponge. Yep. Spy sponge. Um, Pearl of Wisdom. Go. Uh, the great Jack Smothers. If you don't have a passion for it, get out of the business. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Don't. Don't waste your no, time. I, Why? <laughs> I've never really had a big passion for uh, construction. Yeah. I think you work too hard. Yeah. Work too hard. Yeah. And, and you're uh, not alone. I, I, you're I, not it, alone. It hurts my feelings seeing these 65-year-olds out there yeah. still busting their butt, you know, yeah. because they uh, didn't do anything else, you know. Yeah, but some of them don't mind it. They don't mind, they don't mind getting out there busting their home. Yeah. Keeps them from... Uh, Keeps them kind of in shape because it yeah. is a little bit of uh, exercise. It's exercise, yeah. but the the main point being, if you're not passionate about it, get out. Go find something that Follow, you are passionate. Yeah, about. look for something that you really yeah. love. I like that. And uh, heck yeah, I was guilty of that because I uh, I can't as like a drifter. I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do, so yeah. I'll just do drywall because I know how to do it. And yeah. It pays the bills. You have some regret around that. So. You have a little regret. Well, my friends at the time, (laughs) I I had several roommates, and I was doing drywall, and they were working in restaurants. And I was laughing at them. Yeah. Suckers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then they married doctors. Okay. And now they're uh, got million dollar homes. <laughs> okay, so follow your passion or find yourself a sugar mama yeah. or daddy. I'm still like, Arr. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm, I think I'm happier than them. Yeah. They have more money, but I'm happier. You're I'm doing really a, happy right now. You're doing okay, Jack. Um, Jack. I just, I just like to complain. Jack Smothers. Um, no, he doesn't. Jack's a, Jack is, uh, if I could say something. He, he gets tremendous compliments from all of the clients that we do business with. They all love dealing with Jack. I am he pretty likable. He shows up every day. He does amazing work. And, um, you know, he's pretty pleasant to be around. Uh, you know, we've, we've, had a, we've had a long run, man. Nine years. That's nothing to sneeze at, dude. That's a long time. This guy's laid doesn't down, seem that long. This guy's laid down a lot of colored mud. <laughs> He's got the, the, the broken shoulder to, to attest. No more ceilings. No more ceilings. No more ceilings. No more, and no more driving to Santa Fe. No more Santa Fe. 
Just air-conditioned jobs, please. Cool. Jack Smothers of the Jack Smothers of Fresco Harmony with us today on the Drywall Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. Um, we'll keep you posted. All your pleasure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep you posted on Jack's uh, endeavors in the stock market and moving up to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho and sowing his oats up there one day. Special thanks to Jack Smothers for being with us on the Drywall Podcast today. I appreciate it, and I know our listeners appreciate it as well. This month's episodes are brought to you by GWI, supplying the UK with drywall finishing products since 2021, delivering quality brands nationwide check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at www.gwyltd.com for all your finishing needs. Speaking of GWI, those cool cats are now selling Fresco Harmony. Who would have thought? And yours truly will be flying over the great pond to do a training in Swindon, England sometime in early September. Please stay tuned for details on that. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can catch new episodes of the Drywall Podcast every Friday on your favorite stations such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us on the Drywall Podcast today. If you have questions or concerns, uh, anything, you can reach out to me at info at frescoharmony.com. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And remember, keep drywalling.